you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Welcome to Life Coaching Comedians, where here there's no such thing as client confidentiality because it's funny. I'm your life coach, Alexis Chardet. And today, I have a comedian joining me for his first life coaching session, Tony B. Tony B has been doing comedy all over Arizona for the last eight years. He's a regular MC and featured comic at the Ron Bronson's House of Comedy in Scottsdale, Arizona, where we met. I'm going to get Tony B on the line right now. Hello. Welcome, Tony. Thank you. How are you doing this fine evening? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. So you told me a very interesting fact about yourself when we met at the House of Comedy that you've watched the entire series of Gilmore Girls. Is that correct? (laughs) That is very correct. So tell me, what is it about the Gilmore Girls that you just can't get enough of? Well, Rory and Lorelai, mother and daughter, <clears throat> they're separated in age by only like, you know, I guess Lorelai was like 15 when she had Rory. So not only are they mother and daughter, but they're friends. And they have to balance that relationship of mother, daughter and friendship. And how does that mix? And I mean, it's just fascinating. Yeah, you know, I just couldn't relate. Me and my mother were never really good friends. <laughs> it's that's okay. Too bad. It's made me a better person. <laughs> so, Tony, have you ever done a life coaching session before? No, this will be my first, and I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm so excited to have you. Okay, so some of the topics that we can discuss today are going to be your career finances, your social life, relationships, this means romantic, family life, um, social life, your attitude, and personal growth. Okay, none of those are going very well right now, but I'm interested. We'll get into that. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you a choice today, Tony. You can choose which three topics you would like to discuss, or we can make it a little fun. And I have a little hat with all the topics in here that I can choose them from randomly. The hat. You want to do the hat? Yeah. Okay, I'm filling around. You just tell me when to stop. All right, stop. All right, my fingers are having so much fun. (laughs) Oh, career. So tell me, Tony. Am I allowed to swear on this? Absolutely. This is a podcast. Okay. I just want to make sure. You know that swearing is a very good way to release stress. Okay. This is why a lot of Christians and Mormons have a hard time with their stress levels because they don't curse. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. They usually release stress by being holed up in a hotel with cocaine and a prostitute. I've never heard that story before. 
Well, like there's a lot of there's the old. Uh, I saw a documentary about this big. Uh, he was like the he used to be the Joel Olstein guy. I mean, you're talking you know, about Joel, Joel Olstein. He's got like the mega shirt. Yes. Church. Yeah. Well, yeah. this 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 other guy, he you know he preached against like gays and everything, and then he was found with a male prostitute and like a, a like a I don't know what you call a thing of like meth or whatever. Hmm. I believe so. it's a rock. Yeah, I'm just trying to avoid talking about my career. Yes, I was just about to ask you that question. It seems like you're trying to detour the topic. So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to make this easy for you. I'll ask the questions, Tony, and you'll just okay. answer, okay? It'll be a fun okay. time. This is an opportunity for All growth. Right. So, uh, Tony, okay. tell me where you are now in your career. Well, I am a stand up comedian. And um, I'm actually at a uh, decent point in my career. I mean, things are looking up. You know, I'm growing. I'm getting out there more. But uh, the thing about a career is it's really supposed to bring you money. And um, who would have thought stand-up comedy, the money just ain't rolling in like it, like I hoped it would be. You know, usually you hear about a stand-up comedian. They're rolling in it, you know, even local comics. But no, I'm, but set, emotionally satisfying, the career is going great. But, uh, you know, financially satisfying, that's where the trouble lies. And isn't that the trade off, right? You follow your dreams, the money's not there. But if you go corporate, Money's there, but your soul dies. So where do you find that balance? So are you saying that your soul is currently dead? No, I'm saying my soul is alive and well, but my my bank accounts don't reflect that. Okay, okay. So if, if I would have gone corporate or like, you know, uh, gotten a regular nine to five, my bank accounts would be flourishing, but my soul would be dead. But since I followed my dream, it's the opposite. Okay, okay. So would you say if we took finance out of the equation of your career, would you say that your career is successful? I would at this point, yes. Okay. What you're saying is your career is successful, but it's really the finances that are the issue. So yes. we're really focusing on another category, which is the finance, which... I guess you could say we're kind of killing two birds with one stone here, aren't we? <laughs> that we I like are. your style, Tony. <laughs> so the career seems to be going pretty good. I mean, I thought you were very funny. I definitely laughed. Um, now, as far as finance, <laughs> I think the first thing that we should focus on is a positive mental attitude. I mean, Tony, come on. I noticed some of the things that you were saying, and you may not think that you're being negative, but your phrases reflect everything that you manifest into the world. So by you saying that your pockets are empty and you're a broke joke, well, guess what? You're going to be a broke joke. That's right. I don't think I used those words, but you're right. In so many ways, I did say that. I think you're so in denial that you don't even realize that the words you say. I personally think that you're using more harsh terms than I used on myself, but that's cool. You know, we could, uh, I could just, I could, yeah, I'm, I'm a broke joke. We'll go with that. 
okay, I'm glad that we can see to terms and that you're starting to truly self-reflect because that is the first step to moving forward into having a healthy and balanced life. Tony, I don't want you to be a broke joke. I think you are a tremendous comedian and all the money should flow to you. So okay. let's change your language that you're using on a daily basis, okay? okay? So let's start with some positive mantras. Are you familiar with positive mantras? Vaguely. Or affirmations? I've, I've heard of these terms, but I've never put them into use. Well, that's what we're going to do today. It's going to be so great, hey. okay? I'm going to take a look at my book here. So first, let's um, describe what emotion you're feeling on the vibrational scale, okay? So uh, where would you say you feel the best emotion you can describe about your finances? I don't understand the question. I mean, this is how... If you were to use an one emotion, okay, one emotion to emotion. describe how you currently feel about okay. your finances, which emotion would that be? Um, depressed. Would that be an emotion? Absolutely. All right. Let's go with that. Okay. I want you to close your eyes, Tony. Okay. And I want you to take a deep breath. Through my nose or my mouth? Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Good. Do it again and start to relax. Pretend that I'm not here. Just let it all out. Good. Good. Give me more of that. Give me more of that. Good. Good. Let it out, Tony. Let it out. <laughs> It's okay. I'm here for you. Now I want you to say, repeat these words. You're saying this not to me, but to the universe. I kindly ask for help and guidance. I kindly ask for help and guidance. I accept and let go of my depression easily. I accept and let go to my... What if you're lying to the universe? This seems like a lie to me. Is the universe going to then detect my lie? No, Tony. You're going to say this until you believe it. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. Today's just a practice. I'm going to teach you how to use these affirmations. Okay. You're Sorry. not going to just use them just once. You're going to go home. I'm going to give you homework, Tony. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. All right. So again, take a deep breath. Okay. No. All right. Couple more. Couple more. Okay, I'm in. Oh, more deep breaths. Yes. Oh, okay. More, couple more. Good. 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 Now I want you to say it again. Okay. I accept and let go of my depression easily. I accept and let go of my depression easily. My depression is just a feeling. My depression is just a feeling. 
I allow myself to let it go. I allow myself to let it go. I am a separate being from my depression. I am a separate being from my depression. Very good. Now tell me, Tony, did it feel like you were lying? Yes. Okay. Do you think if you say it enough that you might believe? I think, I yes, I think I'll have to say it a lot. Um, to so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. It's right now. It's 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 nighttime, and I'm gonna. I, instead of going to bed, hi kitty. Instead of going to bed, I promise you and the kitty that I'm gonna just repeat mantra until I believe it myself. Good. Is that is that my homework? I'm so happy you're taking the initiative, Tony. Uh huh. And okay. yes, you can make that your own homework. Okay, nice. But I want you to do that every morning you wake up. Oh, fuck. When you look in the mirror. Okay. Okay. I want you to say it five to ten times. Okay. Until you feel like a lion, like Abby here. Oh, wow. All right. Fierce. So so if I if, if I have to say it in the morning, can I, can I not say it at night then? If I'm going to have to get up in the morning and do it? Because I don't want to. That's a lot of... That feels like too much homework to me. Mm, mm, okay. How much homework did you do to become a comedian, Tony? Oh, no, I didn't do that. That's why I became a comedian, because I didn't want to do any, any homework. Because I remember I was, in, uh, I was in school, and they were like, hey, you got to do this homework to be, what do you, you want to be a lawyer and all that? You got to do that homework. And I was like, But I mean, well, don't you study your jokes? Don't you practice your jokes before you go up on stage? Don't you do research? Don't you brainstorm about what you want to talk about? I guess. You guess. It's a yes or no question, Tony. I do. All right. I do. Okay. And it's because you love it, right? You love comedy and you want to be really good at it. I, yes, okay. that's, that's correct. So do you want to be really good at collecting money? Yes. Okay. So you've got to conquer that depression about being a broke joke before you can move on from being a broke joke. Wait a minute. How come like... You know, I, I, I just said I have a, a difficulty in comedy accumulating money. And then you come along and tell me I'm a broke joke. See, like that is more depressing than anything that I was dealing with before. I'm giving you ammunition, Tony. I'm giving you ammunition. Okay. Just like hecklers give you an ammunition. Am I correct? Well, I what do you do when a... Heckler harasses you while you're on stage. What do you do when a YouTube commenter comments on your YouTube videos? Well, I or an IG troll. What do you do when you get all that hate or someone saying things that hurt your feelings? Well, to be honest, out of all those things you mentioned, heckling and YouTube comments, the you calling me a broke joke hurt more than any heckle or YouTube comment that I've ever gotten. So is it because there's a face with the comment? Is it because this is a pretty face? <laughs> that could maybe that could be it, but I Okay, think I think we should start talking about your family life. How's your relationship with your mother? It I'd say strong to quite strong. Stern was the word? 
Uh, I said strong. Oh, strong. So yeah. Poor connection there. It's a yeah. We got a little connection problem, but yeah, it's a strong relationship. It's good. Well, I don't have any connection problems, but you may have some connection problems, which is why we're talking about your family. Oh. So, um, you and your mother, you have a strong relationship. Y- yes. Okay. Okay. So maybe not mommy issues. Um, how have your past relationships been with uh, girlfriends? Have you been in a serious relationship before? I've been in a few. Yes. Okay, I've would you been say in. That they were successful. Well, uh, some yes, some no. Well, I mean, exes obviously no because they're exes. But uh, well, just because a relationship ended doesn't necessarily mean that it was a failure. That's true. However, see, Tony, see the way you change your thinking and how things just you just your face just lit up when I said that. I gave you a different perspective. That's what this is all about. Yeah, you're good at this. Thank you. <laughs> that online school, it was it was hard. <laughs> it was. Mm-hmm. I online schooling it. is hard because you're at your you're at your laptop or computer and it's like whenever I'm I open my laptop or computer I think I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls or something or some other great show like Game of Thrones Tony. I'm going to surf the web Tony uh-huh. you're doing it again Shit I am aren't I Yes you are Okay what do you want to know what's the question Okay so we were talking about your your past relationships Uh-huh now, was there a particular girl that you were quite in love with that treated you like a broke joke? <laughs> oh, well, you know, there was a, you know, there was, there was, a, but the broke joke thing never came up because honestly, uh, I am not, I am not broke. It's just my career isn't giving me money. My current okay, career so, isn't giving. Okay. Do you have a side career or another source of income? I am the I am a very successful child of a very successful parent. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have a silver spoon in your mouth. Yeah, it's yeah, I was yeah. I I'm a I was born it's nothing privileged. to be ashamed of, Tony. It's nothing to be ashamed of at all. Yeah, that's I'm saying you know, it. I'm I'm a parent, and I'm doing everything I can so my daughter can, you know, yeah. eat from a silver spoon herself. So yeah. our parents want the best for our children. So don't feel bad for that. No, I don't. Okay, so um, back to the the girlfriends. Oh um, shit! I keep trying to deflect, and then you keep. Yes, you do. So tell me, um, was there a particular reason that, I mean, did you end the relationships? Did they end the relationships? I feel like there's some trauma. There's some trauma in there and I'm trying to get to it. Help me, help me. All right. So, uh, I will take you through my love life and toward love affairs from the very beginning. Should we start at the beginning? Okay. And I'll go quick. Yeah. So first grade. There was a girl, and I won't name names because you know it's. You can do nicknames. There was there was a a, a girl that I I blew a kiss to, oh. and her brother, who was in fifth grade, did not like that. Okay. And he said, "Hey, don't do that." 
And then the girl I blew a kiss to said, hey, don't do that. So that was my first thing. And I, so did the girl say it because her brother told said it first? No, I think she just said it because she thought I was gross. Oh, well, you're not gross, Tony. Oh, thank you. That makes up for your broke joke comment. I'm just reflecting honestly. I'm a mirror. Okay. I'm a mirror. Okay. Uh, okay, so that was first grade. That was first grade. Uh, next uh, was uh, was sixth grade. Okay. That's when I got my first girlfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah. First base, second base. Um, Third. I think, well, I mean, there was like, there was uh, a kiss. So what's a kiss? Is that first a base? Like, yeah, well, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First base. Yes. First base is a kiss. Okay. So there's like a kiss. And then there was like, a, I think in seventh grade, there was like a longer kiss. Same girl? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty long term relationship yeah. for such a young age. And then eighth grade was full insertion. No, I'm kidding. That was. Oh. <laughs> okay. That didn't. No, I'm. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. See, I make myself laugh sometimes. I don't make you laugh, but I make myself. Um, you know. Oh. Someone once told me that um, good comedians don't laugh at their own jokes, but I don't agree with that. Okay. So um, do you want me to continue then? Yes. Okay. So uh, so where were we at? Eighth grade. So Eighth grade, full insertion. <laughs> yes. No, that was, that was a joke. That was a... Oh, I was kidding. Okay. There wasn't full insertion. That was my little... But, uh, well, was it no, there, was like a, there was like a French kiss, you know? But I thought that already happened in seventh grade. No, there was a longer kiss, but it was, oh, uh, there was no okay. tongue action. Okay, I follow you, Tony. Okay. I follow you. Yeah. So, and then, so then came high school. And in freshman year high school, I went to an all boys school. And it was a boarding oh. school. And we showered oh. together and all that. And there was no dividers in the shower, so I'm just looking at all these fresh penises, which I'd you know I'd never seen an uncircumcised penis. I didn't even know what it. So there was. A lot was this of, a Jewish school? No, it was a Catholic military school. No, I said there was uncircumcised penises that I'd never seen before. Yeah. Because I'd only really you know, I didn't have a lot of penis experience, but this. Uh, uh, there was like 30 borders. So I'm, I'm living with 30, yeah, give or take like 30, maybe like 40. And then so it was, there was no girls is what I'm saying. So there's- Okay, let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind. Uh, yeah, okay. You, you said that you've never had a whole lot of penis experiences. Well, up until that time, let's... I wasn't an athlete. So I didn't like, you know, I didn't like take showers after games because I was like this little scrawny kid. So this is the first time I'm showering with a bunch of guys, and uh, you know you you know you know you you look down. Okay. You know. So you're just talking about actually visually seeing other penises yes. for the first time. Okay. Yes, not yeah. When nothing, you say penis experiences, that you're right. Kind of raised a red flag there. Yes, so. it could leave things open to interpretation. And you went to a Catholic military school yes. so i just wanted to clarify 
It was called Marmion Academy in Aurora, Illinois. So um, did you have a girlfriend while throughout high school at this all-boys school? Uh, that was only freshman year I was at that boys' school, and I did not have a girlfriend. I did have a girlfriend the next year uh, when I went to the public school where there were girls. And uh, yes, that was a, that was a short relationship from what I remember. And then uh, after that, I think there wasn't anybody that was my girlfriend. There was just like awkward dances and dates and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Oh no, actually. Yeah, yeah, just awkward stuff until senior year. And what happened senior year? I think it was the summer after senior year I had a uh, a girlfriend that I dated for like a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was fine. And then we both got tired of each other. So was this the girl you lost your virginity to? Oh, no. The girl, let's see, the girl I lost my virginity to. She, <laughs> oh, yeah, she, uh, it was like, it wasn't, it, it was a girl that I never saw after she, uh, we were at a, 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 a party, you know, like you do in high school, you go to a party and then there was a girl there. And then, uh, you know, uh, my friends told me not to, and I was like, you know, I didn't listen to their advice and I, so you're rebellious. Well, I guess. You know, I'm rebellious when my friends say, hey, don't go into that room with that girl you don't know. That's when my, when they tell me not to do that in high school, I that's when I'm rebellious. Um, so, yeah, I went in and I had a good time and then that was it. That was that. Okay. She She went to another school. She was at a, you know, I don't think I ever saw her after that. Hmm. Would you say that was a traumatic experience for you emotionally? No, it was fun. Did you feel, I mean, afterwards, any sense of remorse? Sense of remorse? There was, I was too young for any sense of remorse. Okay. Okay. Tell me about your prettiest girlfriend. My prettiest girlfriend? Well, that would yeah. be, uh, that would be my current my current girlfriend. Oh, come on. She's what? probably not going to listen to this. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not lying. Okay. She's the, if, if I, if I look at my girlfriends, she's, she's definitely, she's definitely the best looking. Okay. Tell me about your current girlfriend. How healthy is your relationship? It's, uh, it's, it's healthy. We get, because we, you know, the old, like I'm 37 now. The older you get, the uh, the less bullshit there is. You know, you're honest with each other. There's no, you know. Okay. So do you react to your girlfriend's honesty the same way that you've reacted with mine today? You know, yes. You know, because I, I like the brutal honesty. It's, it's refreshing. It's like a Are cold. Are you sure you like it? Excuse me? Are you sure you like it? Well, there's an initial shock that comes with brutal honesty. Mm -hmm. And then it's followed by this clarity that says, you know what? That person was right. And at the very least, they were being honest. 
So let's take that and use it and turn it into something positive. Wow, Tony, you are just such an impressive young man. Just the way that you're really taking this on and already I'm seeing a lot of improvement. Yeah. See how, yeah. I Can you, um, just from the start of this to now, look how I'm talking. See, this is, you're good. You're good. Thank you. I take pride. I am just so happy to be a part of the process in your, in your self growth. Well, we still got a little bit of time left. Is there anything that you would like to talk about? Well, I would like to talk about, um, Maybe this is an area that you could give some insight in. This is more of a sociological question. Okay. I remember when I was a kid, my parents, they would go out to dinner with a couple they knew, and they always talked politics, you know. they, But they would never come home and say, you know what, we're never at Johnson's again. And I would say, why? And they would say, because they support Dukakis. How come back then you could have political differences? But now, if you have a political difference with someone, you can't even be friends with them. Mm -hmm. But I know people that if they don't, if, if, you know, oh, liberals, I don't like them, or, you know, Trump supporters, I don't like the people. Why is society so black and white right now? I don't think that um, society is entirely black and white. Um, I think that people that are like that is a true reflection of what they're going on on the inside. Yes. And so the fact that you are recognizing that and you yourself are saying, hey, I don't judge in what you believe in. I don't judge if you like Trump. I don't judge if you like a little finger in your butt every once in a while. You like what you like, right? <laughs> exactly. And so that, my friend, alone is a sign of self-growth because what other people like may not necessarily reflect you directly and so you're growing you're growing that's and i think that uh if you're finding yourself around people that are very black and white you know maybe second guess yourself on if you want those people in your life if you want to spend your time with those sort of people in your life or maybe you need to keep them in small doses but the best thing you can do tony is focus on you i i appreciate that you said that and particularly the part about the finger in the butt because that's also uh it's also a divider in our society. It really is. I like to administer fingers and butts, and I like to receive a finger in the butt. But It can be a fun time. Yes, exactly. And you know what? Some people like butt stuff, and some people don't, and that's okay. That's okay. That's what I'm taking from this. Mm -hmm. Butt stuff is okay. It is. And if you don't like it, that's okay. It is okay. All right, Tony, I think this, is, has, this has been such, such a great session. Um, I would like to welcome you back for another session. Um, I feel like you could do really well with this. Um, aside from the homework that I assigned you about your mantras, um, I would also like you to come up with a plan, a financial plan for your career, okay? Um, okay. I want you to reflect on what we talked about today and your finances. 
Okay. And be very specific about where you are today, where you would like to be, and how you plan on getting there. Okay. okay. And so when you come back, we'll talk about how you're planning on getting there. And if you need some help or some suggestions or some motivation to be able to accomplish those things to get you to your goal, that is what I'm here for. Okay. Thank you. How does that sound to you? That sounds great. I am so excited, Tony. You are a bright young man. Thank you very much. All right. So let's say in two weeks, two weeks, yeah. we'll do a follow-up. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get off the line and my secretary will pick up the line and schedule that appointment for you. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks right. so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Life Coaching Comedians. Visit our website, lifecoachingcomedians.com, where you can find more information about Tony, listen to his comedy, and even follow him on social media. Don't forget to join us next Thursday, where I'll be coaching a brand new comedian. Thursdays are for therapy. Therapy Thursdays. We'll see you next time.